Hello, welcome to the Own Your Intuition podcast. My name is Kelly Rich. I'm your host. If you're new here, I'm an intuitive, psychic, medium, serious, herbalist, health counselor, teacher, retreat leader, so many things happening over here. And I'm really delighted to talk to you today and to get to have this time with you. And today I'm recording this actually on the winter solstice. And I, there are a few things that are coming through for today. And I know I've talked about the solstice in the last couple of episodes a bit, but I've been really focusing my day today on things that I love and went, finished some holiday shopping for some family members, made some teas and made all kinds of different floral arrangements. I'm just coming back from my weekend, my witch, Reclaim the Inner Witch weekend workshop in the foothills of the White Mountains with a group of women that had the calling to meet me out there. And wow, it was such a powerful experience. I learned so much, you know, so many, so many things go into planning weekend workshops and retreats more than I would say there's more work that goes into the beforehand than actually what happens in that entire weekend. And I really, I really am who I am and how I do things. I feel like I can be very, very intentional to the point where I can all I can get into these old patterns of perfectionism and wanting things to be perfect. But when I can drop perfectionism, I'm still in this place of planning, but also allowing the planning to fall and go into the flow. And I feel like I had like a new layer of the onion peel back this weekend as I was guided to let go so many times. My um, assistant who actually ended up being like my third assistant, like there was just so many things over the last few weeks, like the assistant that I initially had, like no longer could do it. And then I had to find someone else and they couldn't do it. And then I found somebody kind of last minute, like within a week. And she texted me or called me like an hour before I was supposed to make my drive to the weekend saying she couldn't come. Her partner, um, you know, had COVID and uh, wow, I would say <laughs> like I could have either crumbled in that moment or it was persevere and trust the divine mystery and trust that everything would work out the way that it was meant to. And it did, you know, I ended up finding somebody super last minute and it was someone that had attended my retreat in July at the same location. And she was perfect. She was the puzzle piece for the group. Her energy was, is, is, and was so beautiful. And she's a phenomenal space holder. And anyway, it worked out, but I, I had to really trust and I learned so much from the group and every group is different. There's never, I don't feel like there's ever a coincidence where you end up. I really feel like where you are called to go is where you are meant to go. And when you listen to that calling, that's when, that's when you 
can really step into what it is that's being presented to you, the the lessons, the teachable moments, the opportunities for healing. And I feel like I received so much healing from showing up. And every time I use the word witch or offer the witch weekends and talk about healing the witch wound, um, read a book on witches, you know, proudly decorate my home in the way that feels good to me, which might feel great to others. So nurturing, you know, one of the greatest things that I hear a lot when people walk into my home is it's so cozy and welcoming in here. And to me, I feel like that's a way that I weave my witch light is really owning who I am and my energy and what feels good and creating spaces that feel good to me. And I trust that inevitably how I show up and trust that calling whoever I welcome into that portal, whether it's the portal of my home, the portal of a witch weekend, that that they will receive the medicine they need. And Every time I trust my witch light, every time I trust my own magic, every time I sit in front of a group and talk about the witch wound, I talk about owning your energy, owning your intuition, owning who and what you are and your purpose, I feel like there's so much healing that I receive from it that it doesn't, just because I talk about healing the witch wound and talk about healing others and healing ourselves and making potions and and working with magic and energy and healing on all levels and all facets however i choose to do it in whatever moment i'm sitting with you there i'm receiving the medicine too and if you could have seen me you know when i was going into undergrad graduating high school i struggled with my voice so much alcohol and drugs were really the way that I could share my voice and and speak how I felt and could be playful and silly. And it was actually when I was sober where it was really challenging. And I feel so blessed to have worked through a lot of my wounds at such a young age and, and was called to such a strong, strong healing and spiritual path at such a young age because I can feel how far I've come to sit in front of a group of people and talk about topics that I know in my bones that I've been persecuted for in the past is deeply and profoundly healing. And it doesn't mean that it's easy. You know, the podcast, I truly believe that the podcast is just as much for me as it is for you, because every single time I sit down to record this podcast, I'm working through so much. You know, there's always the lesson of, am I going to share what I'm called to share or am I going to share what I think I should share? Which those are two very different ways of approaching this podcast. And we talk a lot about the medicine of both in the Own Your Intuition course and mentorship coming up in January. But I also have the opportunity to flex my voice and share my voice. And there were so many times growing up and I, and, and so many threads through my lineages where women weren't respected enough to, for their advice or their wisdom or what they felt. Um, it just wasn't respected 
you know, and I, I feel like I had the child that I had so that I could become who I am today. And even though there were so many challenging, isn't even the correct word, you know, so many, like, I would say detrimental moments of my life where I was being tested in so many ways that it was a call to strength. It was a way for me to see the healing that I had to do in this lifetime. And I'm sharing this all with you because I know that there's no accident you've stumbled on this episode either. And I feel like as women, whether we feel like we have really strong voices and we own our energy, like there's still more work to do. I don't think the work ever really ends. And that in our collective psyche, we do hold the witch wound. And whether, no matter what our gender is, no matter who we identify with or don't identify with, the witch wound and this feeling of what will happen to me if I am 100% myself, I feel like there, in all of us, there is some of, some of us, it's a very teeny, 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 tiny whisper. Or maybe there was a whisper and at some point we have to, or in the past had to deal with that and heal that. Or for some of us, it's like a, a rock sitting in our throat saying, don't say anything, change who you are so that you are safe. And I feel like one thing that I'm releasing around this solstice is being anything other than who and what I am today. And I think for a lot of us who are on this healing journey, we can get caught up in the loop of wanting to be better and better and better and healed and healed. And that if we didn't reach our goals or we didn't heal that thing 100%, then something must be wrong with us. And I actually find so much of that troubling because if you are truly dedicated to healing, your path will unfold the way that supports you best, even if your ego thinks that it should go another way. One of my intentions for 2021 was for this year to be my healthiest year yet. And I was reflecting a lot today on the solstice. The solstice time, the winter time is such a great potent time to reflect and to take in less outside information. So I'm reflecting today and my immediate reaction to remembering that intention of this year will be my healthiest year yet was, wow, you really failed. You failed at that one. Okay, do it again. Like this will be 2022. And then I had this beautiful message come through so softly, so gently, but still very hard to ignore. And the message was, actually, this year was your healthiest year yet because you have become more you. And I feel like sometimes we think about health or our healthiest period of our lives as the size of our pants or what our skin looks like or what we look like. And I think that actually a lot of my intention with health was wrapped in being fit and having a certain muscle mass and healing the gut and healing, you know, certain issues that I was working with. And just because they're not 100% healed doesn't mean that they haven't healed, that the spiral of healing wasn't there. I actually feel 
healthier than last year. So I would say that that is a success. And for some of us who can be very type A and perfectionists, we have to give ourselves a break or we will continuously be given lessons around the perfectionist in us. That can be very complicated and uncomfortable. So I really... I really want to invite you to take some time to reflect. And if you are listening to this podcast toward the end of 2021, when it came out, when it comes out, I have an online special event coming up on December 30th. And it's a New Year's Eve soul ceremony. You'll have access to it for a few days. So if you can't make the live, we'll continue to sell it even into January. It includes a workbook of processing 2021 and 2022 so you can do your reflection. I did something similar last year and it was my biggest online event to date. More people signed up for that one event than anything else. And I heard the calling. And I followed through and I also heard the messages that people loved it so much and I loved it so much showing up in that way. So this year it's back with a new flavor. There's a light activation meditation, a Q&A, a little bit of a collective reading. All the details are at kellyrichintuitive.com or if you follow me on Instagram at kellyrichintuitive, you can just go to the link in my bio and the button will be right there. Something else I feel like I know that I want to release is chasing people, chasing friends, chasing people in my life and working like overtime or overly trying to get people to stick around after I share my truth with them. I noticed this pattern ever since I was a child and I've gotten more and more aware of it, which inevitably is healing. But, you know, I think and I get I got this question this past weekend in the Reclaim the Inner Witch weekend workshop from a very brave and beautiful heart that was there. And, you know, she was asking me the question, how can I be more relatable? How can I not chase people away? You know, and, and it was coming from this deep truth in her that when she really shows up as she is, people tend to get afraid or they leave or they don't understand. So they fear her, all this stuff. And I resonated so much with her question. And I see this question a lot. I see this really the energy of the question. Um, It's like reading behind the question of what's going on. And I see it a lot with women in my office for soul readings and in the mentorship. So I wanted to address it here because When you start to really own your energy and own your intuition and you share your truth and you hold strong boundaries, there are going to be like very likely people in your life that can't handle it. It's inevitable for a lot of us. And I know that it's difficult because I've gone through it. I'm still going through it, you know, and When you stand your ground and you honor your heart, even when it doesn't make sense, there will be people who can't handle your truth and the relationship changes. But I have to say it's for the the best. It's a way that the divine, the goddess clears out your life so that you can make space for people who really respect your truth. Look, what I'm about to say might piss some people off, but a lot of you that 
talk about boundaries and wanting to have clear boundaries and wanting other people in your life respect your boundaries, it's a two-way street. I see so many people, therapists, healers of all kind, tell their clients, you know, stand up for yourself, stand your ground, share your truth. People that can't handle it, like that's not your problem, that's theirs. You know, we've all heard this, but I feel like a lot, and I see it, I see it. There are so many people who spit that game, but then can't take their own medicine. That when someone then, someone they love comes to them with their boundaries, it's so absolutely startling because in an in a very real way, they think that they're the only ones that are able to do that. And I'm guilty of this myself. You know, I feel like our relationships, our closest and tightest relationships in our lives, we have been gifted them because they are some of our greatest teachers. And someone that I spend a lot of time with is my greatest mirror. And I learn so much from them. And we've had lots of conversations around what I expect of them and why I tend, why they can't expect the same thing in return and vice versa. I think that the healthiest relationships are the ones where you're able to feel uncomfortable when somebody shares a boundary with you or calls you out on something or maybe shares a blind spot with you. Like that's, that's a great friend, lover, person in your life. If they are so daring and open enough to tell it like it is, I mean, man, why do we push those people away? And not everybody, you know, I'm not talking to all of you, but I am talking to some of you and you'll know it. You'll probably feel really triggered by that message. If it is you, if there is something you have to look at, I think we are living in divisive times where we are being asked to pick a side. And when somebody approaches me with that type of energy, my immediate gut response is no. No. Why will I pick a side so you can be comfortable? You know, I think that we can be so righteous with our beliefs and we can be so righteous with how we want people to show up in our lives, especially our loved ones and even strangers. I mean, all you have to do is read the comment section of some posts on social media and man, I, uh, I don't, I do that less and less because I noticed the more I did that, the less I wanted to post out of fear of somebody not understanding, but that's not my responsibility. If someone can't handle your truth and who you are, if it is so pure, if you are sharing from the pure place in your heart, that's all that matters. But I think we also need to give people, people the freedom to do that themselves. And it's not just about us, you know? Hmm. So what is it that you are releasing? What is it you're releasing? What are you shedding? I've been having so many visions during this dark time. There's lots of darkness. Visions for myself, for my my life, my future, my circumstances, visions for the collective. And I've been drawn to the medicine of snake for a long time. And when I was in my shamanic training this past year, snake visited me often. And you might notice I wear a snake 
gold snake charm around my neck sometimes and people have asked me in the past you know what does that mean and people that know how intentional I am you know they'll ask like what is that why are you wearing that and I don't feel at this time it's appropriate to share all of it with you but I will share that the snake signifies this shedding and honoring of the life and death cycle And I feel like we live in a culture and in a time where we prioritize the life part so much more than the death part. And I don't just mean like you when you die and your body decomposes, but I mean the death of every day. You know, there is a a death, an energetic death that we go through every time we go to sleep. There's an energetic death every time we walk through a portal. There's an energetic death every time we release something that's not working for us. There's an energetic death in so many parts of our days and in our lives and our months and our years. And when we can really embrace it is when I think we start to feel healthier. We start to feel happier. We start to feel more connected. We start to feel like we really belong here. And when we feel like we belong here, it's a privilege, yeah, to feel like I belong here. And a lot of my healing has been around me feeling like I belong here on the planet, in this body, with this voice, with this mission, with these callings. And you have just as much right to be here as anyone else. And you do belong here. You have a mission. You have a purpose. You have callings. You have a beautiful heart and a beautiful body and a beautiful mind. You have a beautiful spirit. Wow, what a miraculous thing. You belong here. How special and sacred is that? Just to ponder your beautiful mind, your beautiful heart, your beautiful body. All of you. All of you. And when we can really embrace the shedding, the releasing, that's when we can welcome in what we want what we're calling in. And I feel like so often we focus on what we're calling in that we forget to release. That we forget to release. So maybe you take some time now and you you process. You process. What are you releasing? What are you being called to shed? Just like the snake's skin. Hear the snake's hiss. Well, beloved, that's our time. Thank you for being here. There are a lot of people who have been asking if they can come to the next in-person weekend workshop or retreat, the next in-person offering in that way. And the answer is you can add yourself to the wait list at kellyrichintuitive.com. I'll leave the link in the show notes. It will, there will be a button on the link that says add to wait list. You will be the first people, person, people to be notified when the next dates for 2022 become active following that it will open up to my larger community july sold out in under 10 minutes and every single retreat and in-person weekend workshop i've led over the past i think five years has sold out so i really love to be able to gift that kind of first access opportunity to those that are wanting to come i think it's um really powerful that you have the calling and you'll know when it's time to come when it's time to gather and i send you my most 
loving blessings of health and happiness to you, to your family, to all the people that you love and beyond during these times. And I look forward to the next time that we can gather, that we can connect on a much deeper level. You can schedule a soul reading, which is a signature. My signature work, it's my the heart of my work. It's a one-on-one session. I would love to have you in the Own Your Intuition course and group mentorship that begins January 13. As of now, there are only two spots left and it is my most intensive offering. Most of the people that have given us feedback have told us that it has changed their lives. And I am so honored to be able to offer this very sacred container with you and to work with my team to create something so incredibly special and unique for those that are looking to really develop their intuitive gifts and their spiritual gifts and if you have any questions, you can email us at help at kellyrichintuitive.com. Bye, beloved. See you next week. I am truly honored to have you a part of this growing community. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode on the Own Your Intuition podcast. To schedule your next one-on-one session or register for an upcoming event, training, course, or retreat with me, go to my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. If you learned or got something from today's show, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with your loved ones, and I'll catch you next week for a fresh episode.